Hey friends, I want to thank you for listening once again. And in the spirit of transparency, I want to tell you how I am making these podcasts. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's literally the easiest way that I found that I can make a podcast. It's free and the app actually comes with uh, tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts get your actual audio and you don't have to do anything. That's beautiful. You can make money from it. There's no minimum listenership that you have to have in order to be able to create income from this podcast. It's literally everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So you just have to download the free Anchor app or go to A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. Hey, friends, this is Erica here. We are taping our podcast with Mr. Sean Crawford. I'm so excited to be talking to this man right here. I'm so excited (laughs) to be getting talked to. (laughs) Sean Crawford is quite amazing. (laughs) So I just, I want you to start off by kind of telling the people who you are. What is it that you actually do? You think I'm amazing? (laughs) I do think you're amazing. That makes me feel amazing. (laughs) My name is Sean. And I, uh, I just do what makes sense to me. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm an entrepreneur, you know, uh, but that word is kind of like overused now to me. I agree. Um, I'm just, uh, I like to consider myself an investor. I invest in, um, things that align with my core values. And so, um, just specifically, if I see a project that uh, resonates with me on a, a spiritual or personal level, I uh, I just get involved and I just assess what that situation needs. And then I just put whatever into the situation uh, that's necessary to make it uh, financially feasible or financially successful. So um, a lot of times people think investing is just about putting money in. Um, since I'm in the, the black world, a lot of times the businesses are not even in the position to be able to be invested in because they don't have their structures in place. They don't have no systems in place. So uh, I can't even put no money into it because it ain't no really clear where I'm going to get my money back. So I got to go in and put infrastructure into the businesses. And that could be anything from uh, setting up a business model, setting up a business plan. Um, it could be, uh, putting key relationships or putting, you know, some type of team together. A lot of times it's me hiring staff, you know what I mean? And sourcing talent for the business. Mm. Um, because most black people, they'll never be having no team and they'll know how to build a team. They'll know how to lead a team. So I usually have to like source talent for the situation, put a team together, put a plan together manage the business uh, till it gets to the point where it can sustain itself on its own. And then um, if we're not able to make money with me doing that, then I infuse capital 
if necessary to make the business go. And then, um, you know, once I do that, um, magic. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, hopefully it did turn into some money coming back to me and I go on to the next thing and I just do it again. <laughs> you know, you said a, a couple of key things. One of the first things I got from that was return on investment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, no, I like to do. See, that's what I say is just I'm about return on energy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so my energy is everything to me. I don't really care about money. You know, it's how is my time and energy being spent? Mm-hmm. You know, that's the most important thing that I value. So um, I'm always looking for if I give my time and energy to something, what is going to be the return on the energy that I put into it? Because I've lost money before. That ain't really hard. It's like feeling like you wasted your time or feeling like a lot of your energy got drained of your life force. That's my life I could have been took and did some other things with. So it's ROE for me. Yeah, ROE. Yeah. I never heard that. You're so yeah. innovative. <laughs> like, I. Some of the things that we talk about, some of the conversations that we have, it just really makes me look up to you. And I've always looked oh. at that up to you because of another key thing that you said, your ability to build a team. Yeah. Where does that come from? Uh, How do people get it? <laughs> How do people learn that? Well, first of all, uh, I think it comes from... Um, When you start to realize that you can't do things on your own, it comes from wanting to be like great. And then uh, at the point that you want to strive for something great, uh, you quickly recognize, well, you don't quickly recognize because a lot of people don't never recognize it, but you get to this point where you have to make a decision about uh, whether or not you want to achieve what it is that you're trying to go after or whether or not you want to like satisfy your own ego, which tells you that you can do it on your own. So... Most people, they can't get beyond the ego because they can't, the need to say, I did it by myself. So they're out to prove to themselves that they can do something more than they're out to like achieve a specific type of goal. So at a certain point, I had achieved everything that I could do on my own. And then it became, it came down to, okay, if I want to go higher, I'm going to need some other people. Well, at that point, you have to ask somebody else for help. So you got to humble yourself because you need this person. And I feel like as black people, we don't want to admit that we need somebody else. So at the point that you admit that you need somebody else, that means you have to be accountable and vulnerable to another person. Now you're putting your uh, self in the hands of somebody else. And now you have to, that person can potentially hurt you. You know what I mean? And so once black people get hurt a couple of times, they out. You know what I'm saying? And so once you learn that it's not about the person hurting you, it's about your ability to pick the people. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, and source the talent. Okay. So um, through a lot of trial and error, I had to learn how to differentiate between people who are, uh, that align with me and people that don't. Because when you start out, you pick the people that you like, or you pick the people based on their personality in terms of, Ah, I'm vibing with this person that make me feel good. You don't pick them based on um, alignment with the vision, alignment with the culture, and uh, ability to do the job. You know what I mean? Like, so um, throughout my process of like 
building businesses and shit like that, I've had to refine the talent of like picking people. And that usually eliminates all of the shit like, you know, are they going to fuck me over and shit like that. I don't even deal with no problems like that because I know how to tell pretty quickly, you know, whether somebody going to be of value or whether they're going to align with our business, you know, our brand. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely. So we're talking about resilience and we're talking about experience. Okay. You've been very resilient. Like the first time I met you, I think I was at Meharry and at the time you were doing parties. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, having to deal with that many people in one particular night over and 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 over again. It takes some type of mental resilience. Yeah. Like, yeah. Where did that come from? Uh, like, who taught you that? I don't th- I, it, You know, I, it wasn't really like a, I just was, I had to survive. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't, see, when the way I came into entrepreneurship, it was, uh, it was all about, like, survival. It wasn't, it wasn't cool back then. You know what I mean? It was just. You know, I was in a situation where um, I was either going to figure this shit out or starve. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, so I really had my back up against the wall. You know what I mean? And it was like I had to just do what I had to do. And then I have a a, um, natural curious nature. You know what I mean? And then I like people. So um, being in the entertainment business was like a, a, a class of like people. Like it was like. Every night I like learn like about different types of people and how to like navigate with different types of people and how to like control my emotions. And then that was another thing that kept me into it because it was um, I enjoyed the process of growing and challenging myself to like master my emotions because it was just like a really emotional business. Right. When we speak about growth, it's like one of those things that is almost an idea I feel like people hold, but when it comes down to doing the work of growing and actually transitioning from one phase of our life to another one, that requires like a lot of work um, on all types of levels. So I want to know for you, like what's been your most memorable? You've grown so much. We've both grown a lot. What's been your most memorable um, transition in, in your life? Um, I would say, uh, coming back to, oh yeah. Okay. Coming to Atlanta Uh, from Nashville. And it was because in Nashville, the cultures are different between Nashville and Atlanta. So, uh, you got to think, you know, in Nashville, I was like at the height of the social, you know, uh, the social world. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I knew everybody. I knew the mayor. I hung with all of the the who's who, you know, then was my friends. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I was at the top. I had then built myself up to a certain level. You know, I was making a bunch of money. You know what I mean? Like, so, to have to come back to Atlanta and, like, let all of that go, you know what I mean? And, like, almost, like, start again at the bottom. Yeah. And we were really starting at the bottom because I had been coming out here from here. So, you know what I mean? It's like not all the way at the bottom. But um, to just have to let go of... I was tapping out. So it's, it was like, okay, I can stay here and stay at a quarter million. Or I can go to Atlanta and give me some millions. You know what I'm saying? Like, so to somebody else, you know what I mean? Like, 
quarter million dollars a year, you know, that's a lie. Oh my God. But that wasn't it. I my I had potential. I knew my potential was more than that. And then what's interesting about making money is that when you start making a lot of money, you start being around people, different types of people. And them people got more money than you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, I go from dudes that's got this type of money to this type of money. And it's like, but well, shit, 250000 that's what you got. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, this investment costs 250000 Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so... We playing with money like that. You know what I mean? You just are happy to like have. So, you know, your perspective of things change. So, you know, to like let go of like things at a certain level when people are telling you, oh, man, you should be happy here. This is this the life you need to. Ch-. And then it's like, no, nah, but this ain't like this ain't it. You know what I mean? Like and then have to go down mm-hmm. to potentially go back up again. You know, it's like take a level of humility and sacrifice and like patience because it was like you know people be like chumping me off down here and I'm sitting there thinking to myself like bro like I could crush you you know what I'm saying like but it ain't I ain't you got to work your way back up and add value to this community they don't know that you they don't know who you are yeah <laughs> they don't know who you are you know what I'm saying but that don't mean you not nobody exactly you know what I mean it's like uh, like when Prince Hakeem came to America you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And this nigga a whole king somewhere else. But here this nigga working at McDonald's. Exactly. You know what I mean? But he was still carrying himself as a king. You know what I mean? Like, because what you have does not define who you are. You know what I mean? It's all about who you are and what you know you got. So I was very confident that I was going to come down here and pop. You know what I mean? Like, because the skill set is the same. It's just, okay. I'm just playing the same game in another environment. Nobody has what you have. <laughs> what you mean? Your mind. Yeah, 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 man. It'd be all about, like, you at the end of the day, so. Like, your ability to build people, your ability to build businesses. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's amazing to me. Yeah. yeah. That, that is quite amazing. Um, so for the listeners out there, um, what would did you say? Did they answer your question? It did. It oh, did. okay, okay, okay. I, I don't know. What would you say is like uh, some of the key resources that you use to like just get acclimated? Family and friends. To what's going? That's on? my resource. I don't yeah. know, bro. I, yeah, man, <laughs> just family and friends, man. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. That's why I came back to Atlanta because <laughs> I I was negative there. You know what I mean? Like so, yeah. Energy levels low. Well, you can have a lot of money, but if you ain't got people around, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, it don't matter. You don't got nobody to share with. So, mm. I ain't have no uh, no family. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, I came back to Atlanta to be around my family. You know what I mean? Because at a certain point, it didn't matter. It, it Nothing mattered to me. You know what I mean? And so, there's a level of strength and energy that my family gave me and gives to me that is not that is worth more than what I could achieve you know and that actually is what could take me higher like I couldn't get higher because I didn't have the foundation mm-hmm. you know what I mean it's, I didn't have the the nurturing and the reinforcement to like go up you know because I again I was just it was just me mm-hmm. but now um I got my mom I got my dad I got my other mom I got 
my brothers, my nieces, my nephews, my aunties, you know what I mean? I got at least 30 people housed I can go over and sleep, you know what I mean? I got a, my own house, you know what I mean? Like, so that family support. And then I got friends that I've been, people that I've been knowing since childhood, you know what I mean? Like, so a big other issue is as you get successful, it's hard to, like, differentiate between people who you can trust, you know what I mean? Like, so... You start to like reach back for people that you knew prior, you know what I mean, like to any type of successes you had that that know who you are mm-hmm. on the core level, you know what I mean, like and so with them type of people you don't have to pretend you don't got to like you know you don't got to be something that you that you ain't you don't got a posture, you know what I mean, and then you talking about people that went to college with me, people that went to high school with me, you know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. I don't really never got to like question niggas intent or niggas motives because niggas, we was eating in the cab together. We was, you know what I mean? Like, shit, Sleeping eating Raymond Noodle. Yeah, bro. It's like, yeah, <laughs> like, it's just nigga, you was there when the nigga ain't had shit. Right. You know what I mean? Not to say I ain't got nothing now. You right. know what I mean? It's just those types of things as you get older become like really, really important. You know, the relationships that you have nourished and nurtured and the people that you know and your family, you know what I mean? Like people that's going to be there because you're going to go back down. Like I'm going to fall back down again, but it don't matter because my family going to be there regardless of whether I'm up or down. And you're empowering your family. Like I've seen um, you have your niece in here sometimes. We're um Auburn, all my whole, all my family, they all, they all my neat the young ones, yeah, oh, bro, they won't yeah. they won't work no job, <laughs> oh, man, man, my uncle, I can go with my uncle, my uncle business, you uh-huh. know what I mean, uh, or their paradigm is different because they have seen it, they've seen it since they were child like babies, yeah. they've always seen me be an entrepreneur, so like, I feel like a lot of times in our uh, community, you talk about resources. The fact that they can reach out and touch me mm-hmm. and come and talk to me and come and ask me stuff and mm-hmm. come in. My little one niece, uh, she wanted to sell like putty slime or whatever. So it was like, all right. He said, Uncle Taz, you know, will you, uh, will you invest in my business? You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, okay, okay. Well, how much money do you need? Man, I need $50. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take this little money. You know what I mean? Like, so she... Flip that into 250. You just came out with a big old bag of money. So I was like, yo, run me my 50 back plus interest. You know what I mean? Like, cause I gave you the money. You know what I mean? Like, so she gave me $75 back. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, I was teaching her the math. You know, I gave you 50. You gave me back 75. That's, you know, 125 out. And all that property is you. Now you take that, reinvest it back in the the next thing. You know what I mean? Like, so little shit I be teaching them. So that's a, uh, you know, when it comes to resources, it's all about having knowledgeable people around you. Just how you was telling me about the world pay shit, where yeah. it's like, okay, I'm going to lead a country. And you're like, oh, okay, you need to do this, you need to do that. Well, that's a relationship. Well, that just saved me a whole bunch of time of having to rely on somebody that I don't know. Well, you can just tell me. Yeah. So, you know, when you got friends around and family around that you can touch, you know what I mean, they can just give you the information it just moves you along faster, and I feel like that's the biggest resource that you can have, the biggest resource I got. Man, I appreciate you. <laughs> I appreciate, like, literally being able to, like, reach out, <laughs> call you, touch you, like, hey, 
know I mean. Let's have some fun. I'm I know you're here. in the man. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> Once again, y'all, this is Sean Crawford. Sean, tell them how they can find you um, on social media if they want to, you know, figure out like how they can work with you, consult mm-hmm. with you. Tell them how to find you. And you can find me in real life at <laughs> 228 Auburn Avenue. Uh. Atlanta, Georgia. You can pull up on me. Okay. <laughs> you can hit me up on social media. I'm at uh I am Sean Crawford. I A M S H A W N C R A W F O R D. Yeah. Yeah. Well I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. And I'm forever grateful for you, bruh. Like this has been so much fun. Wow. <laughs>